Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to Altered Reality. I'm your host, Javi, and I'm here with my wife and beautiful co-host, Priscilla. Say hi. Hello, everyone. So we're reviewing uh, 90 Day Fiance... Question mark. No, happily ever Uh, after question question mark. mark. There you go. (laughs) You were a little too soon there. So we pick up with... uh, What episode is this? Four? Yes. Okay. So we pick up with Kalani and Ozuelu. Um, but it's actually Kalani and her sister Kalini or Auntie B. Auntie B. Yeah. Yeah. So they go looking for some furniture, um, to, uh, decorate the house that they don't have yet. So that they even haven't even looked at yet. Um, so they're, as they're discussing it, Kalani says she wants a small house with four bedrooms and a game room and a sleep room and... And, you know, who knows what, what else, but the small house. Yeah, so I'm thinking, which she does go on to say that, um, Aswell right now sleeps in a, in the game room, so they don't sleep together. Right, right. So, I think you typically hear this from older couples, right? I mean. I guess, I don't know. But you know, like your grandma and your grandpa. Yes, like right. I remember, my grandma, and my grandpa didn't sleep in this. Like they had their own bedroom, right? But young couples, I don't think I've ever heard of that. Yeah, I mean, we don't sleep in separate bedrooms. No, no, but but we've had that conversation where we would have said, like, we're kind of like, you know, every once in a while, like you go sleep in this room and I'll sleep in the, this room. That way. Like we get a good night's sleep. Yeah, but it hasn't. Yeah, but it hasn't. I I I know, but it's just occasionally, like a day, maybe once a month, Mm -hmm. type of thing, right? Just that way you get a good night's sleep. No, but this is like every single night, and they sleep in different rooms. And Azuela only comes into the room when they want to have sex. Yeah, so she says they're more like uh, roommates with benefits. With benefits, yes. And what benefits are those, Auntie BS? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, you're right, just friends. <laughs> and then, um, so there's no romance between them. And I think uh, 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 Kalani kind of breaks down a little bit and starts realizing yeah, that. Yeah, because she kind of goes on and mentions that she feels that because in Aswello's culture, they don't believe in divorce. Right. So that's why she thinks that this is okay for them or for okay for him. Right. And then they're just newly married to go, you know, to say like, I'm going through the motions and whatnot like that. That's just too young. Yeah. I, I know we, I've said it like, okay, 
like one night, but like to sleep alone. But that hasn't happened, I guess, because you're like. Yeah, because you're not going to do it. I mean, yeah. you know, sleep together, right? I mean, it, it, it's that safety blanket, you know? It's like yeah. sleeping with the light on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so then we move over to Angela, to where she arrives at the surgical center. Um, and the doctor asks her, are you following protocol? And of course not, because she just smoked a cigarette right before she got there. But she doesn't tell him that. I'm pretty sure they could smell it on her, right? I mean, you can smell cigarette smoke. Well, they go on not to mention anything about any cigarettes, and she goes on. So she is having the gastric sleeve and a breast reduction. Right, and and the doc- she actually calls Michael on FaceTime, and the doctor kind of speaks with Michael as far as, uh, you know, what's going on with the procedure. With the breast reduction right. procedure, yeah. He kind of makes him feel a little bit comfortable and lets him know that he'll be removing one pound right. of breast so tissue from each. Each one. But then he kind of goes, well, you know, a pound and a half or two. You know, he kind of like goes a little off, you know, like, oh, a pound. We're going to take a pound off of each. And then he's like, well, maybe one or two. And then he's like, but yeah. The other thing is, though. Did you notice? I'm gonna go back just a little bit, but in the same in the same clip, where JoJo walks in with into her with her to the exam room, and the doctor walks in and she looks at the at the doctor doing the breast reduction. You remember Angela said she looked he looked like Michael, mm-hmm. and she just you see JoJo's eyes like oh my god, like you know, like Angela's in love with this guy. Oh yeah. Yeah, you, you could just see Jojo like, oh, it was like looking at Angela, like looked at the doctor. It was like, oh, yeah, you know Angela. Yeah. Yeah, so so Angela was real giddy because she had to take off her, uh, he had to mark her up, right? So she gets real right. like, you know, Angela, she, she kind of is a little inappropriate with her words a lot of times. <laughs> so, well, moving on, we move over to Libby and Andre. Yeah, so it's his first day of work. Well, he's getting ready for right. his first day of work. But you know what? This dude is throwing down a salad for lunch. He's, like, getting it ready, preparing it. That's pretty good. Like, I don't think I have that willpower to say I'm going to give me a salad for lunch on my first day of work. Well, remember, he's um, in past season, he's always been all about, like, healthy eating. Right. Right. So, um, so it's his first day of work with Chuck and Libby staying home watching the baby. Which I was very surprised to hear her say that. Yeah. That she's going to be a stay-at-home mom for a while. Right. She's going to work from home. And, you know, but it's kind of weird because he's, like, wearing shorts. And he has a a button-down shirt, you know, but, like, kind of short sleeve, untucked. And I'm thinking to myself, like, is this how you go to work on your first day? I I mean, you would think to yourself, like, dress for the job that you want, not the job that you have, right? Uh, but then he opens, then he goes to pick up Chuck, and Chuck's wearing the same damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> and a baseball cap to boot, you know? Yeah. And then they walk into a house that they're going to go look at, and he kind of mentions it. Oh, I forgot to tell you, uh, Charlie's going to be there. Yeah, and Andre's not too happy about that. Yeah. Now, now Charlie's dressed up really nice, like he's going to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, but Andre is, like, not really happy with the fact that Charlie's there, and I, but you know I'll, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna poke into Andre here. You know I, I think he's 
he's he's too far ahead of himself. You know, you got you have to learn the business. You're not gonna just make it overnight. And I and I think he needs to realize that he needs to open his eyes. He needs to know the process. He couldn't buy a house today. I mean, well, at the time of the show, and buy it, fix it, and flip it without major help and input from a lot of people. So I I don't think he has the the skill set to put that together just yet. Not to say he won't do it in the future, but at this point, you know, he needs to learn the ropes. I agree. Yeah. It's not as easy as we all think or how HD or what is it? HDTV makes it look. Yeah. It, yeah. The HG, the, the home improvement channel, right? Yeah. Anyway, we move over to, to Yara and Jovi. So they're out having lunch and, you know, Jovi's disturbed that, that Yara's breastfeeding in public and Yara's more is really, really concerned with the baby, you know, her her well-being. While Joby's kind of like, just kind of taking it easy and says like, hey, I think she's a little too, like more of a, too much of a helicopter mom. <laughs> you know? Is that what you call it? I don't know. She's just like hovering over, like over the baby. She's a first time mom. Um, but I agree with her. I agree with her in this case. You what? <laughs> I, I agree with her. I think Jovi's taking this too lightly. Don't you? I mean, the baby's just born. I mean, the, it's a baby. It's not like it's a it's a six-month-old baby. It's like a, I mean, like a one-month-old baby. No, I, I get what you're saying, but then why did you take her out? Why did you agree to get put in that situation right because maybe you think like okay they, I, we can do this but then they they sit in the sun the baby's yeah. in the sun yeah it it is new orleans i don't know what time of the year it was but it could be hot yeah. humid you know and the sun's on you mm-hmm. so you know she was like the baby's turning red the baby's red the sun's on her and jovi's like yeah the baby's fine yeah, and he, I mean, all he's wanting is just a little one-on-one time with Yara before he goes away. And I think if you want, if you really, really wanted that one-on-one time. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You should have maybe asked, what is it? Um, his Gwen. mom, Gwen, mm-hmm. to watch her, you know, for an hour, an hour and a half. I don't think Yara would, would like that. Yeah. I think, yeah. See, that's where I think she's taking it a little bit too far. Like an evening, maybe two hours away, 
dinner and then come back. You know, I know the mom lives like four or five hours away, but still, oh, true. Yeah. but but still like the, to have those couple of hours, you know, would be beneficial. And also like Gwen could stay there in the spare bedroom and, you know, she can uh, help with the baby for the evening. That way they can get a good night rest sleep. But Yara just kind of is kind of set in her way. Um, and it's okay. You know, like you said, she's a first time mom. But but they're struggling being I mean, it's it's better it's you know, they're they're newlyweds, but they're also like new parents at the same time. And I think they're struggling. And speaking of struggling, we move on to Natalie and Michael. Oh yeah. Who Michael has left Natalie at the hotel because she's brought up nude photos that were sent to him. A long time ago. A long time ago. She makes it seem like it was yesterday or like a week ago. But it's a, apparently it's been a while. Now, one thing I've always heard is if you forgive someone for doing something that they shouldn't have done. Is forgiving is not forgetting. But you can't always bring it up right if it's some and i'm not a therapist but if it's something that's gonna be always on your mind then see you really need to see a therapist for that right and then also you know there's a time and a place i mean she was celebrating his birthday yeah she did a great job of setting everything up and she goes and ruins it i agree she really did ruin it and you know so she drives back right alone Home? Yeah. So who knows how he got home, but he got home. So she drives back home and Natalie tells him to apologize. Right. And he's like, I'm not going to apologize. Yeah. Because he really did nothing wrong. I mean, she's the one that brought up all stuff and he, and that seems to be a reoccurring issue with, mm-hmm. with her. Like and Michael's always at her like, you know just drop it that stuff in the path and he even actually called her a sour patch kid she said that she's sour in the beginning but slowly she sweetens mm-hmm. up at the end <laughs> you know so um, yeah so then we move over to Tiffany and Ronald so Tiffany is in her new apartment and uh, Daniel is helping her put up, put up all the stuff right is that what she's doing yeah, so they're putting like a bed frame together. Right. And he's really excited, Daniel, Tiffany's son, um, about kind of being a man and, you know, helping around the house. And he's like, let's call dad, let's call dad. You know, and so she calls him FaceTime. Right. And Daniel's showing him all around the apartment, you know. Yeah, so show them what they built together and his mm-hmm. mom he was so proud and happy which he should be because you know he's, he's a little guy and he put that bed together i know yeah and then um so then uh uh tiffany kind of just talks to ronald alone and you know they're still at it about canceling the tickets ronald's still at it and um he does inform her that he got a job of course as a bike mechanic which is like I think the source of the problem, right? I think, right. I think that he spent like $3,000 on fixing his bike when, right. she, when he could have used it on them going over. But he's got to get to work. 
He's got to make money. He's got to get around. So, you, you know, you, you have to see it both ways as well. Sometimes you got to give him the benefit of the doubt. Exactly. So, yeah, they're, you know, they're arguing back and forth. And I agree with her. She is like, why should I give him so much credit for getting a job when you're, what, 30-something and that should be a normal thing yeah, for you, you to have? Yeah, you should have a job. Yeah. And I agree. Speaking of jobs, we go to Brandon and Julia. Oh, yeah. Who is working on a farm and hates it. Yeah, she's still depressed about that. Um, but she is, like, trying to move forward and in, in, in hopefully get the, when she gets the green card, um, you know, she, she can go look for a job. So she's going for, like, kind of like a little interview with the, with the wedding planner. Mm-hmm. So apparently she has a degree in, as a designer, and she meets up with the wedding planner Christina, who has a shop in, in I guess the nearby town. Mm-hmm. And she's really nervous, really, really yeah. nervous. Well, um, you think a lot of the nervous nervousness is because of her English? I I feel like that's what it is. Yeah. Um, cause her English isn't so great. Remember she's from Russia. And then Brandon didn't provide her any help on the last episode when he said like, you can't even speak English. Yeah. So she's going through the interview process. <laughs> she mentions to Christina that she's working on a farm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Then she's, she goes on to say, well, I probably shouldn't have said that, but Oh, well, she says it. and Yeah, you know, Christina says she needs to learn the ropes. She needs to go meet people. You know, she didn't exactly call it network, but she needs to network, you know, um, and get herself out there. That way, you know, that's the only way she's going to get business is by word of mouth. Right. And um, she, she also understands that Brandon is the breadwinner. And she knows it's tough, you know, but living on the farm but she's already ready to, like, fly the coop, if you will. Yeah. She's, yeah. She's ready to ditch it. She doesn't want anything to do with that farm. And I don't blame her. She's a city girl. Yeah. Yeah, she sure is. Now we move over to Libby and Andre again. Um, so he had picked up Chuck for the first day. So they're heading over to the house. Um, Becky shows up. Which is which is um, the sister, and she has a kind of a fit because she finds out through Libby that Andre's at the house, and they're gonna do. But Chuck is taking him over to do a walkthrough, like a pure walkthrough. It looks like you know there's a lot of work to to be done. Like they just probably just purchased the house, and 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 uh, Becky comes over upset, saying, "Why is Andre there? Why is he gonna sell the house when it's her house? She was already promised." But it kind of looked. Like a little choreographed to me. I mean, because Becky showed up, she's upset, but yet she's smiling like, like bad actor. Like you don't know how yeah. to act, you know. And and they're not actors by any means. So I mean, I'm not like saying she's a bad actor, but you know, it was like it looked orchestrated. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I would have somewhat expected that from Chuck, right? Is Chuck Charlie? Charlie. Yeah. From Charlie rather than Becky because Becky was so on board with it in the first episode. 
Um, and then also, too, when they had the family meeting, Becky was, again, behind Libby's back. And then yeah. for her to act so crazy, it's like, okay. Yeah. And, and also, Andre, he, like, he like thinks that that's his... He wants it to be his flip, you know. When, I mean, Chuck made it clear that, you know, he's going to take him one step at a time, you know, and show him the ropes. And and he thinks that that's going to be his house to flip. I mean, he's got to learn what he needs to do. I mean, and, and Charlie's the project, his project manager. And, you know, Charlie's the one that has the experience in, in what to do to, to get the, the house renovated to sell it. And Andre has no no clue. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm assuming. I mean, he, he has no connections. No, because he, he knows no one. Because he was a stay at home dad prior to this. Yeah, yeah, but but I mean, he was also from another country, so he has no connections. He has nobody that hey, uh, call a guy to do demo for you. Yeah, he's. Probably, I mean, he probably do it himself. But then once the demo is done, and you got to call the electrician, the plumber, the AC guy, the painter, the drywall guy. You know, you got to get all these people in. He's not going to know who to call. Yeah. Where Chuck already, or Charlie and Chuck, they already have their, their contacts. I mean, they already mm-hmm. know who's who gives you the best price and the best work, you know. So they already know who to call. Yeah. So then, what, Chuck goes on to let, let them know that. Yeah, and then that's another thing, Chuck, because he, like, pretends he's going to walk out and he kind of, like, stands at the door like, Okay, I'm waiting for y'all to call me back. <laughs> and then they call him back. And then he goes, okay, he kind of straightens him out, right? Yeah, so then he goes on to let them know that. Um, because Andre, they're kind of telling Andre that he's going to be a handyman. And Andre's like, I'm not going to be a handyman. And Chuck goes on to say that um, Chuck and Charlie own 50, they're 50 50 uh, business partners. Right. And Chuck will be giving Andre a portion of his salary. Yeah, his um, salary is going to come out of his portion. Right. Uh, Charlie's salary will not be affected, and neither will Becky. Yeah. but Becky but will be getting the listing. Knowing contractors and investors, they're going to be 50-50 partners, yes. But you know Chuck's going to tell Charlie, well, we have money in there for supervision and we have money in there for for cleaning so we're going to use that money to pay andre so really it's not coming out of chuck's wallet at the mm. end of the day um, we'll see so we'll see but then we move over to back to natalie and mike and mike talks about going to visit his mom in oklahoma for thanksgiving and um you know he he says he's real close with his mom that they speak every day at 4.10 exactly every morning <laughs> on his way to work. That is just weird. It's like awkward. Weird. I mean, but yeah, I guess it's going to keep you up on the drive to Seattle because he works in Seattle from, from Podunk, uh, Washington, where he lives. So I know I'm obsessed with my son and I'm one of those moms, but... I don't see myself ever calling my kid. At 4.10 a.m. That early in the morning. (laughs) 
every single day. I would not wake up at four ten. Like unless I'm having a feeling well, or my kid calls me, you know, he needs to talk. But or something like that, then okay, but not every single day. But it is at six ten on her time because she's in Oklahoma. So it is six ten a.m. Okay. But every day, yeah, it's a little. What do you What do you talk about? I mean, do you call your mom every day? No. I don't call her mom every day. If I did, she'd be like, what's wrong? She's going to know something's up. She's like, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> You're calling me every day. <laughs> well, well yeah, he, goes on, he goes on to tell her that, that Natalie does not eat turkey or like chicken or anything like that. She only eats fish. Yeah, because she's a pescatarian. So, so is she gonna make her fish? And the mom tells her, tells her, "Oh yeah, there's a creek right down the right down the way <laughs> that we can maybe catch something." Not cool. Yeah, not at all. I mean, like, I don't know. I know mother-in-laws and daughter-in-laws. It's all they're all weird relationships, but like. It's right. a little rude. Like, you know, it's Thanksgiving. It's her first Thanksgiving. And Michael, too. Like, he should have kind of stuck up for her. Like, yeah. I know you're already, like, making that comment. But, like, you know, just ask, like, hey, you know, so she doesn't eat turkey. Like, do we have something else planned? Or should I pick up something? Or Right. Instead of putting it on her, it's like, or do you have anything in mind, you know? But also, it's also her first or can, Thanksgiving. Or can we make a new tradition? Right. You know what? It, it's kind of hard to break away from the the turkey. I mean, the turkey, right? Because that's like traditional Thanksgiving stuff. But add a dish. Yeah, like mean? a salmon or something. Yeah. So, um, so who do, who's next? Joby and Yara. Yeah. So the baby keeps crying, and you know, well, she starts to cry, and you know, of course, Yara's Yara. So Joby kind of just says, okay, well, let's go. Yeah. So they go home, and, and at home, they kind of pass the baby back and forth, right? Like, they have this, this uh, the baby's crying, or, or Yara has the baby, and the baby's fine. And, and then um, um, Joby says, hey, let me, uh, let me uh, carry the baby. And she's like, no, she's fine. She's going to cry. So every time Joby got the baby, the baby cried. And then, so so Yara had to take the baby back from her, mm-hmm. from, him. from him. Sorry. Um, so then we move over to Brandon and Julia. Brandon and Julia, yes. So um, I guess Julia is washing dishes, and she calls Brandon, right? And she yells for him two times, and um. He's like, he doesn't pay attention to her. And apparently he's busy playing his video games. Right. But then he, she kind of starts telling him about the whole interview process and how Christina mentioned that she needed to make new friends. So, Brandon goes on to mention that he has a friend named 
Melanie, who he went to high school with. Right. Doesn't he open a can of worms? Oh, yeah. Jealousy rears its ugly head again. We see this the second time with Julia. Because the first time was when they were in Vegas. And now again with Melanie. Yes. So, of course, typical woman starts asking... Oh, friend from high school, why do you need to bring her up? Who is she? You know, I don't want to go out with any of your friends, you know, because then she's going to bring up, oh, do you remember when we did this or we did that? I don't want to hear it, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, okay, let's let's just kind of go back a little bit because he's sitting at home playing video games and... um. You know, she wants, she's at home in the farm all day. She wants to get out and do things. And all he wants to do is sit at home, play video games. So, you know, that's another problem that they're having in their relationship is just, you know, so she's, she's struggling to make friends. And sometimes it's easier when you make your own friends, correct? I guess. I mean, I'm just thinking because that was her thing. She's like, I don't want to have your friends. I want to have, our friends but how do you make friends like together well you go you go out you go do things like what you're in COVID what do you do well I mean just like I don't know but she has to network I mean that's part of her trying to do her trying to get her business I mean I think like us as a couple when we made our friends together if you think about it we made them with our son being in sports right do we have any other friends that we made like well, as a couple well the thing is, is he goes to work right he could say like hey my friend jack or whatever again wife, you're going back to the same going- thing that's his friend well, well the thing is is that yes yeah, it's, it's a male friend oh so, so that's what it, you mean that yeah so he's saying it's a female friend you know okay. it's like right away she's gonna be like well why are you wanting to go out with the female friend? Gotcha. I mean, what if I were to tell you, hey, I have my, my friend, uh, girl, and, and, you know, let's let's go, let's go out and meet her, whatever. You'd be like, why are you going to go meet a girl? Why do you have a friend that's a girl that you want to go meet and hang out with? Yeah, That would just I would. be odd, because I would be the same way if he was, was a guy with you. Like, I'd be like, well, why do you, you want to go hang out with this guy? No, yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, so you know, so we see her get jealous again. So, it, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll leave that as it is. But Angela, she's has her surgeon, right? Um, her surgery, her bariatric part. So the, the surgeon goes out and talks to Jojo that everything was done as far Which as the bariatric that, sleeve. And isn't, hold on, isn't that amazing that it was only 45 minutes? Yeah. yeah I mean, it was super quick. And it looked cool. It looked cool because they had the, the, the laparoscope. You know, and you can yeah. see all the stuff in there. Yeah, they like the liver. A you can see the it. liver. Like, yeah, you can see them, like lift the liver up so you can access the, I guess, the stomach. Or the like Grey's Anatomy, come on. <laughs> yeah, like that was like serious stuff. That was yeah, awesome. That was pretty cool. And thanks for Julia for for allowing. I mean, Julia, uh, uh, Angela for allowing them to show that. Yeah, that was awesome. Let me tell you. So then, um, JoJo calls Michael and lets him gives him the update. You know that. Uh, that you know that she was out of actually the, they were done with with the bypass or the gastric sleeve and they were going to move on to the to the breast reduction 
And doesn't this 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 surgeon, this this uh, what is it, plastic surgeon, mm-hmm. go and say, I took one pound twelve ounces off of one boob, and I took out one pound eleven ounces on another boob, almost two pounds on each boob. Mm-hmm. So you know he kind of lied to Michael when he said, I just a pound, it bet that. If not, maybe just a little bit more. That's not a little bit more. That's a lot more. Well, maybe he meant like a pound each. But I think I think it's like once you're in there, it's one of those things that like experience teaches you. Okay, this is how much I need to take out. This is what's gonna. Yeah, be like good. they know when so they're in there. So he knows once he's in there. So I think it was one of those. I'm in here. I'm seeing this, and you know, he made everything work and make make. Hopefully, it looked good, right? Right. That because at the end of the day, that's what he wants to accomplish and um so we'll see how how that turns out but then we move over to azuelo and kalani yeah so azuelo is in his i guess in his dungeon and his his, uh, dungeon. <laughs> his little man cave yeah and he's folding his laundry so she's like let me go ahead and help you whatever so they sit down and she starts telling him that they that she wants more of a romantic relationship. Um that she wants more sex, she wants more uh she wants to do like more role play. And he's like role play. Yeah, he's like that sounds dangerous. <laughs> and he he tells her like what do you mean? And she's like, you know, role play. Like, we can pretend to be, like, different people. And he's like, oh, so you want to be, like, the Hulk? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, no. (laughs) Not, like, superheroes. (laughs) That was just so funny. Yeah, it was funny. So then she started to explain to him a little more, like, you know, we can maybe go get some sex toys and... You know, things like that. And yeah. Kalani says that regular sex is boring. And they get into an argument. Yes. Uh, obviously, right? Yeah, because she's telling him she wants him to be more romantic. And he's like, well, I bring you pizza. <laughs> I bring you pizza. And I'm looking at Javi like, dude, you better not ever bring me pizza when I tell you I want you to be romantic. I know. So, anyways, so yeah, they get into an argument. Um, she starts crying. I feel so bad for her, you know? So bad for her. I I, I, I don't, I mean, I think a lot has to do is the culture, but I mean, like, he needs to like grow up really quick. He needs to realize, you know, like he needs to, he, I mean, his wife's, Asking him, going to him, and it's probably not an easy conversation to go have, period, and then you're doing it on TV. And and I think maybe Azuelo felt like a little, like maybe embarrassed. But you know, I gotta agree with you. It's probably culture. Yeah. And he doesn't have those examples. And who knows if her dad is doing that with her mom. Like, so maybe he doesn't see it. Right. You know, but at the same time, like, I think if I were in Kalani's shoes and I was trying to teach my husband a culture, I'd kind of teach it with my kids and be like, okay, you're going to buy flowers for grandma or 
you know, let's go outside and pick flowers for mommy or, you know, because then you start to think about it. Oh, well, your kids aren't seeing that either. Yeah. So you kind of want to teach them that. Absolutely. That's a a great point you brought up there, you know, Um, but, you know, they're going to you can just see they're going to continue to struggle. Hopefully things will get better for them as, you know, as as time progresses, Um, you know, that was kind of the end of the episode. Uh, but next time they're gonna go to Oklahoma. Uh, Mike and Nicole, Mike and Natalie, sorry, Nicole, <laughs> are going to Oklahoma, and then Kalani talks to her dad about divorce, about getting a divorce, and the dad was kind of like, you know, that he's not for divorce, and you know, it's not mm-hmm. in the Samoan culture, but he knows that when his daughter makes her mind up, that's it. That's it. Yeah, and then, um, but the. Andre, they talk about, I guess they go see a deportation um, kind of officer or something, and they talk about being deported if he lies about committing crimes, or maybe he was an attorney. Mm-hmm. It was kind of unclear. But the big one is, the big um, drama is Julia and Brandon. When they go out, and I guess they go on a date, or they go out to meet with uh, Melanie, and Julia gets jealous really quick. Oh, Yeah. So we'll, we'll wait and see and, and see the exciting episode five of 90 Day Fiance. Happily ever after. Question, question mark. mark. 